Hello, and we're back with another episode of Insane Rhetoric. Today is part two of Bad Christmas Gifts Can Get You Convicted. Just saying, part two. Again, we have the final episode of the William Wallace case, a California man who propped his wife up at Christmas time while the children unwrapped their gifts. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride of insane rhetoric. He tried to talk his way through it, but paramedics called the police. Okay. Yeah, because she'd been dead for probably over 24 hours. Yeah. Well, it hadn't been 24 hours yet. Okay. Just enough for rigor mortis to set in. Yeah, that starts to set in, uh, like, I think, what is that, close to maybe 30 minutes to an hour? It might be shorter time than that. I'm I'm unfor sure how that works anymore, but it, it don't take long for rigor mortis to start setting in. Uh, I I just what we go y'all what we gonna do what what we gonna do <laughs> oh I'm I'm trying to really figure this out, man. Domestic violence, y'all, okay. Whatever, I'm sure there is a, um, at least one place, if not more, in your town to get help from domestic violence. I mean, I got a story, like I always have a story, but one to six hours. Sorry. I'm waiting on your story, but it's one to six hours for rigor mortis to start setting in. I'm just saying, you we, we researched that, so I was just saying one to six hours. I, I always have a story, but I don't think I should tell the story. But I'm just saying that, listen, there are places in your town, if not at least one place in your town, where you can go and get help. Yeah. Y'all need to go get help. You know what, if though? you're in a situation, listen, if you're in a situation where you're being beaten to death, gun is being held to your head at any given time, you know, you're being thrown against the wall, the chair, the table, stomped on. You need to find a time to run. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 bucks. You know why that's hard though, sister? I know exactly why it's hard. I told you I ain't tell my story. Uh, yeah, I don't want to tell this story. But that's hard because in abusive relationships, the body heals quicker physically than the mind and spirit can ever heal. Well, you would you get that what they call it Stockholm syndrome? Mm-hmm. Some people get that. Yeah. 
And and then I'm thinking about once you, I like the words that the grandma used, assassinated. I like that word. Assassinated the children's mental. Yes. But but think about it. Once you once he assassinated her mental state also. Even running is not an option because you don't have the self-esteem to pull yourself up to a degree. I hate using that analogy, but it's the best one I can think of right now to get out of that situation. I remember. So you have a false sense of security. Right. So, so for, I can see why people succumb to those issues and wind up dying or wind up beaten beyond recognition for whatever reason because you have broken the body and the mind and the spirit of a person and that is not easy to work through when you're going through it so I used to say all the time, you know, until a person wants to help themselves, you can't never help them, which is true. It's like being an alcoholic. If the alcoholic don't know that he's an alcoholic, whatever you want to try to do for them, they ain't going to take it. Because I know people who stayed in, in situations like that for whatever reason. And it wasn't beneficial to them. I know people who was hit or somebody raised their hand to them and they left immediately and never went back. So you got to think of like, how long was that going on? And then you look at it like how, what did she see in her household? Did her father do that to her that allowed her to stay there and go through that? Because that's what I was telling you about, about generational curses. I knew a person who was dating one of my friends and she was like, he don't love me. And I was like, why you say that? The dude do everything for you. He was like, yeah, but he ain't never put his hands on me. Took me back. I was like, what? So in her state of mind, because she saw her daddy beating her mama, that was the way that she understood love. So because my my partner never did anything like that to her, she felt that he didn't love her. Well, so Stockholm Syndrome <clears throat> was actually named for um, a robbery that took, took place in Sweden. Okay, these four um, bank employees were mm -hmm. held hostage in a vault. And at one point when they're talking to um, police, one of them, one of the hostages says, I'm not afraid of my captor. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of the police. Mm. So psychologists say that 
the bond is initially created. So it's created by the captor saying, I'm going to kill you. Mm -hmm. There's the threat of your life is going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And then for whatever reason, the captor deliberates on it or debates on it within themselves. And then they choose not to kill you, right? So the captive, that relief that you feel that, um, okay, they didn't kill me. Mm -hmm. They said they was going to kill me. And I really believed they was going to kill me. But, whew, nah, they not going to kill me, right? Uh And that removal of that death threat becomes transposed into gratitude. Because you didn't kill me. Kill me. Right. I can see you that. Gave me my life. I, I can see that. I can see that. I just read that real quick when you was telling me about it. I have never heard that terminology before. So that 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 is that is real interesting. And I, I can see that. But I mean I, I'm in agreement with you. Um this once again is not a funny show. And it's out of survival. I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna believe in you every time you tell me you're not gonna kill me because I'm grat I'm gracious for that. Yeah, but so I'm gonna be so I, I so, listen. I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna always I'm gonna always be on your corner, no matter what. Yeah, it's kind of it, it, it's a parallel. It's a parallel between. Now, how can I put that together? It's a parallel to like your way of thinking, like with uh, the uh, Louisiana Purchase with Willie Lynch. The mind, how he conditioned the mind against one another to look like you better because you this, you're, you're physical because you're that and to keep a person in bondage so it's a parallel kind of like so paradox is what I'm well listen your let's think about it your mind is a your brain is a computer yes absolutely so it doesn't need long to figure out what it's got to do to sustain your body in anything right no it doesn't it doesn't a day or two like this happened to me today this happened to me at this moment Okay, mm-hmm. the brain starts working. Right, right. So but, this connection can be done within hours. But, like you said, it's a false sense of security. And when you have a false sense of security, then you suppress things. And when you suppress something, if you could, listen. Because you're going into survival mode, man. I'm going to suppress this over here because this happened to me over here. And this is how I stayed alive. So I'm going to do this. And you suppress this other stuff. And then something happens. And now your brain got to recompute. Exactly. So think about every time that a person survives out of an abusive situation. The next situation they go in won't be the same dynamic as the one they came out of. So now you now you're figuring out how to get around that one. 
when it's basically the same type of but listen, every time he hit her every time he threw her around she had to come back and be like okay her brain is thinking now what do i what do i what do i got to do to survive yeah. This is how I survived last time. But will it work this time? Will it work this time? Right. Like every time. I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you. I was just like, uh, it's 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 not funny. It's it's a serious situation, and like I say, abuse comes on so many levels. A person ain't got to be hitting you to be abusing you person can talk to you or say things that can damage who you are you know or talk down to you or whatever the case may be but you have to know that you are more than what they say and right. you have to think of who you are for you first and foremost before you can you can do anything else um the first rule of nature is self-preservation. If I can't take care of me, I can't take care of nobody. Right. So if I'm, if I'm, if I'm doing good for me and trying to help my life and help my understanding to be better, then I can in turn show somebody else what they would have to do. But granted, they have to want that for themselves. Right. They have to be they have to be able to find a place within themselves to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like the addict. Yeah. It's just like any other addict. Like, what is your rock bottom? Yep. And what you know, what is it that makes you Yeah. Say I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And you know what the funny thing about that is? Some people don't have a rock bottom. That's what's scary because they will do and go through it until they die. So I will tell you this story. Is this going to be a tear jerker? I don't want to cry on the, on the, on the show. So <laughs> there's this it. young woman that um, <laughs> I came to know her when she was about 12 years old. And she was in um, an abusive she had an abusive mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I was friends with the mom. Now, this was years ago now, so don't be don't be calling me talking about how I didn't report the mom and all of that. Okay, many years ago. What I did do, I took responsibility. I didn't call the I didn't call the laws. I took responsibility in my own hands. I had it where that little girl was with me two, three, four months at a time. Okay. It was my son. That's how I got a hold of her. Long story. But anyway, <laughs> the little girl was with me two, three, four months at a time. She wasn't mine, so I'd have to let her go back. What I how I got her to be there two or three, four months at a time was, I'll be like, come on, let her stay. It's all right. Let her stay. And her mom would let her stay. But then after she would see the little girl progressing in a positive way, then she wanted to come home. Well, fast forward a little bit to when the girl becomes a teen and she's 
with this boy who's abusive because all she ever saw from her mom was men whooping her mama's butt. Mm -hmm. Okay. <sighs> the boy was whooping her butt. She called me. She called me mama. She called me mama, mama, come get me. So I went way across town to get her. Now, if people, if you live in Houston, Texas, it can take an hour yeah, yeah. to an hour and a half to get Anywhere. from one side to the other. Anywhere. Anywhere in Houston. <laughs> okay. So it took me two hours to get to where she was. I got there, I got her in the car, she's crying, we go to my house, she spends the night, and the next day she's sitting out on the patio, I'm cleaning up, I hear her through the, cause she talk loud, I hear her through the patio window, but baby, but baby, I'm sorry. She said she wanted to go back. And then when I heard her say this, she said, I'll take a bullet for you, baby. I'll take a bullet for you. I went and got her when she got off the phone and I helped her pack her bags. Her grandma was upset with me. She's still upset with me to this day. But like I told her mama and her grandma, I don't care how many times you pull her out of this situation. She was begging him to go back. Mm -hmm. So she was going to find a way to go back. To go back. So, so I took her back. Right. Let me drop you off. Let me drop you off. I had the conversation with her about life and death. And I told her when she was really ready to leave to call me again and I would come get her. Mm -hmm. But that's if, if she has that opportunity. And that's what I said. If you have the opportunity, I will come and get you. But you are in a life and death situation and you need to understand that. But you're telling this boy that you love him to the point where you will take a bullet for him. You know what I call that? You know me. I call that Millie Jackson, Betty Wright, Juke Joint kind of love. I call it. Okay. Millie Jackson, Billy Wright, uh, Betty Wright. Juke Chuck kind of love have a lot of different manifestations, but they all crazy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Look, I'm not finna. I never look. said I'd take a bullet for anybody, but I did for somebody to have a juke joint kind of love. Y'all heard, baby daddy. Listen, I understood it. So I took her back. Now, needless to say, he beat her butt a couple of times while she was pregnant. She had two kids by him. He beat her butt. She finally left him. Yeah, some some people some some people you gotta get to the point you just gotta whoop the crap out of them so bad that you don't have no other. That's that's they bottom. You know what I'm saying? But like some people, you can tell, and then they'll never go that way. You know what I'm saying? Some people can just learn. That's from what, what they some, see. Yeah, some people, because I, I did it. I mean, look, I, I looked at some of the people in my neighborhood growing up, and I was like, oh, I never want to be like y'all. And and 
And but some people whole, have to go down through the hell. They gotta go. Yeah, they gotta experience. And the killing part of it is, it's like ninety percent of the population is is like that. The other ten percent is the ones that just learn by what you say and what you do and how you tell them. <laughs> so ninety tactile learners are tactile learners. I'm just saying. Yeah, they got a touch. Yes, yeah, ninety percent of y'all, y'all gonna go down through there. <laughs> Tactile learners are tactile learners. That's the bottom line. But this baby here, this what's her name? What what I say her name was? Miss Preston. Mm-hmm. Zazel Preston. Yeah. That's that's she that's, was moments, she was weeks away from graduating. So her future was so bright she had to wear shades. Okay, I probably shouldn't have said that because he put shades <laughs> on her with <laughs> Okay, y'all forgive me. But listen, listen, listen. But that that be the truth. Like I'm like I'm telling you though, like he's saying what he was not. Right. Instead and he of, didn't want her to go that way because he knew he he didn't want her to go. He didn't want her to go from away from her. Because he listen, they loved each other. He knew they got pictures on the internet of them hugging, kissing, holding the holding the pregnant stomach. Like they loved each other. Yeah. He did not want her to go away from him mentally or physically. Physically, yeah. He wanted control of that situation. And he chose to whoop the mess out of her every time he felt like she was going to leave him because Uh of his childishness. Well, like I say, this this ain't no, this ain't, we don't advocate violence here at Insane Rhetoric. We don't, we don't do that. We try to just bring awareness to people about different things. Some of the things that we talk about are funny off the wall. Some of the things is just drop dead serious, serious. And we just want y'all to know, hey, we just be talking, you know, just just talking just to see what the world is talking about, you know. Insane. We said what our name, insane. Insane. Insane rhetoric. This is insanity, man. This man just this is insanity. He took insane. It was already insane that right. they would be fighting and all this domestic violence. That's already insane. But then to take it another level and put her on the couch with some sunglasses in front of her that's, kids that's on Christmas Day. That's, yeah, that's, that, I don't know what to say. What's his name? Wallace. What did I say? What, his name? Wa- yeah, Wallace. Wallace right, right, Wallace somebody. W Man, I'ma need you. So what's his name? William Wallace. William, William. Can we find out where he locked up and send him a card? <laughs> Why are we sending him a card? What what we got to say to him? We got a lot to say to him. How do you feel? Do we want to be a pen pal with him? Uh no. <laughs> Uh no, not unless he want to come on inside rhetoric and tell his story. <laughs> From his side. <laughs> just in case I, he feel just in case he feel he was <laughs> unjustly done. I you think he I'm just saying, maybe he felt that he was 
he was uh, sent off the river unfairly or something. Maybe we. Could... You think he was? You think he felt in? Well, I guess all the prisoners think <laughs> that they have been. Listen, man, come on. We we dealing in a we dealing in a real society of life. We could go up and smack somebody that didn't do nothing, but we'll find a way to justify it to say they did something. <laughs> come on, Dak. It was uh, like I say, all the murderers down through history, man. They they had reason in their head why they was doing what they was doing. But they all say it wasn't me, though. Not all of them. Not all of them. After they captured uh, what's his name? Uh, uh however he came to justice, Jack the Ripper. He said he knew what he was doing. And they found he- Jack the Ripper. They didn't catch Jack the Ripper. I thought they caught him. They didn't catch Jack the Ripper. So he's still running free? I'm sure he did now, but... How you know? He ain't lived that long. I'm scared. (laughs) He ain't lived that long. I'm just trying to tell you. Jack the Ripper ain't lived that long. Uh, Stranger things have happened. (laughs) Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Listen, 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 listen. Stranger things have happened. They don't even know how the the pyramids came to be, and who how they built the pyramids with no modern day equipment. Stranger things have happened. I think he's still in Orange County Jail. So they just holding him in the state facility. I guess so far he's. I think for so far he's still in uh, Orange County. Well, anyway. If Jack the Ripper is, then I'm sure he is, though, because that was like what? That was like the early, what that was like, because that was in Scotland. Was that Scotland? No, that was England. in England. London. London, yeah. So they have uh, late the Theo Lacey facility. He must be in Orange County Central Men's Jail right now. Hmm. They have the. Uh, I wonder what I wonder what he say on the yard when he go out to get exercise with the other criminals. I ain't. They got the so they got the correctional department is they have the Theo Lacey facility is in Orange County, um, the Orange County Central Men's Jail is in Santa Ana. They got a woman's jail, Santa Ana jail, so. He probably in so Irvine, Cyprus. Irvine, California. Yeah. Uh so right now he probably in he he probably gonna go to the Theo Lacey. Theo Lacey facility. Mm. He's not there yet though. I don't think he there no, yet. Well, I think right. he's just in the Orange County jail right now. Yeah, that's just a hold of sale until he get until he gets sent up the river. That's just like a So city. now he been sentenced, so now they finna send him somewhere, get throw him that orange jumpsuit. Yeah. I think he going. Yeah, whatever the case, man. Like anyway. But y'all, I guess the bottom line is help those that you know you can help. That you know they are going through domestic violence. Yeah, please help them. That's that's the bottom line right there. And if you are going through domestic violence, tell you need somebody. You to go and get to your 
get to your um breaking point before somebody breaks you tell somebody we need you to tell somebody about it yeah i'm gonna tell y'all so i'm not gonna tell y'all the story but i will tell you this there were at least three people that in my story that i could tell you there were three people who were instrumental in helping this person in my story talk it through and she didn't have to like jump off the edge and like because she was going through mental abuse so she that's worse it it had the potential to be worse but because she'll beat me if i tell her story okay she don't want me to tell her story but let that go let that go she had she had three people (laughs) in her life that she could tell what she was going through and talk it through so she was she so basically she went and found her own counseling (laughs) she went and found her own counseling so she could get through what she needed to get through. So I'm just saying that the counseling is important no matter where you're getting it from. Like, go get it. Yeah. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Y'all. Okay. Yeah. This has been a heavy show today. Yeah. It, 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 domestic it, it, domestic violence. That's... Yeah, I, we couldn't laugh that much on this one, y'all. Nah, we, we couldn't nah, find the humor on this one. Cause, cause it, it's just so. It's in it, 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 the thing about it. It is in everybody's community. It's in everybody's family. Somebody knows somebody that's in it directly. It's it's all through the fabric of society. But you know, and uh, we know it does not have a color or a race either. Nah, it don't. It we don't. can't blame listen, it on the white people. Listen, listen, man. I can tell you some stuff. It's it's just crazy. You know, a lot of people in a lot of people who are employed in some strip clubs, the reason they there because they had daddy issues. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh, I thought they was there to work their way through college. Yeah, I ain't saying that one of them that can diversify my portfolio. I don't know none of them. Why they got to diversify your portfolio? Maybe they want to be psychiatrists. I'm just saying. It's a numbers thing. <laughs> You're doing numbers. <laughs> okay, we found some kind of laughter. I We lightened it up at the end, y'all. We, lemonade, y'all. Lemonade. Lemonade. Okay. You running numbers in the joint. Yeah. <laughs> okay, lemonade. We, we found it. We found so it. Good. But yeah, on, on, on a serious tip, yeah, her insane rhetoric, we we try to promote positive things, positive people, positive situations. Positive interactions. Positive interactions. But we also uh looking and we'll talk about the insane rhetoric that happens in life as we come in contact with it i am excited because i'm like once i get off work today i'm like i want to know what's insane stuff is going to happen <laughs> i know look y'all 
He ain't telling y'all what he not telling y'all is. He he just fussed at me today, y'all. Cause he Who was like, Girl, listen, my sister, my sister, you be blowing me up with this stuff. Cause I'll be like, look, let's talk about this. Look, look what happened. Look, look what he's like, my my text box is full. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we be, I mean, listen, there is no shortage of what we can talk about. <laughs> I got to categorize things like, well, we'll do that Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> like, it's so hurts. much. Like, it's like, it's, it's so it's, much, everybody. We, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I, I, got a per- I got a person uh, now who, uh, was talking to one of my guys who's a supervisor somewhere else who can't go into work because his family was just coming up from out of town and you know the flatbed trucks yeah they were carrying other flatbed trailers on the flatbed truck wow one of the straps broke and swung the trailer off and hit these people cars that my, my person managed so they call him talking about Oh, we can't come in because the we we at the hospital outside of this city. That's mm-hmm. it. And my partner like, okay. I mean, what you want me to do? I can't do nothing, you know. But just to think about that type of situation, in at any time, in any place, something can happen. Right. And Baltimore back in the news too. So He's in the news. I think <laughs> no, he, um, he probably. I'm not owned. talking about Harry Potter. He, okay. he probably he probably own Fox News. Ain't that the one you say is fake news? Fox News. I don't know. They not even doing hard news anymore. I heard. I don't know. But anyway, y'all, this is insane rhetoric. And y'all can y'all follow us. Follow the podcast on Google follow Podcasts. Us, follow us. Follow Spotify. Us. Some other ones, but those are the two main ones I think we own. And um, you know we got insane rhetoric with a K dot com. We on Twitter. We on Instagram. We on Facebook. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. Okay. We're doing it it for the the gram, gram. (laughs) y'all. Okay. Y'all follow us. Hit us up. Give us any suggestions y'all have. Come with it. Come on. Tell us what y'all want us to talk about because we have no shortage of things to talk about. As long as you and don't, as call, you see, we will talk about anything. As long as you don't call and tell me you finna blow up something, I don't want to hear that. Oh yeah, don't. <laughs> You've heard us use the word tomfoolery. Do not call us or email us with tomfoolery because right. we don't care what you think, and we don't care to uh, associate ourselves with tomfoolery. Okay, <laughs> don't call us, and we won't call you. You should okay. write about that. All right, so y'all follow us. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Insane Rhetoric with a K, Twitter, Instagram. And remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane, insane Rhetoric. rhetoric. Hey, 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 Peace hey, out, y'all. Insane. We out of here. Have a good one. <laughs>Wow, we really had a good time talking about this episode. And come back and join us next time for Insane Rhetoric.